Do you have a dirty little secret? Welcome to the club. And you're all invited. The first rule of the Dirty Little Secrets Club is tell everyone about the Dirty Little Secrets Club. We're handed out memberships, free of charge. Step up to the VIP line and let Dana and Brimstone take you on a weekly ride of secrets and debauchery. Now buckle up, Buttercup, because things are about to get heated on the Dirty Little Secrets Club. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to another edition of the Dirty Little Secrets Club. We are your marvelous hosts. I'm Dana Pereira. And I'm Brimstone. You were a little like paused on that one. I, well, because I, I was like you... marvelous. I've, marvelous. I don't think I've ever been described as marvelous. <laughs> I've been called bitch. I've been called like nasty. I've been called raunchy. I don't think marvelous was ever in there. I feel like the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Or the marvelous, what is it? fantastic, <laughs> marvelous Mrs. Maisel. What do you call it? You know that I was on my way back from L.A. once. Uh, from signing at Kamikaze for Stan Lee. And uh, what do you call it? And I was running really late to my my flight. And uh, what do you call it? It turns out that I was sitting next to a nice woman. Uh, the two of us were were back and forth and we were just talking and and I was bitching and moaning about something. I forgot what it was. And uh, and she was giggling about it. And then, you know, she we were going past a, a big billboard. She goes, oh, that's my show that I work on. I was like, Oh wow! And it's marvelous, Miss Maisel. Turns out I was, it was, she was the 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 writer and the director or whatever it was. She was the creator. That's so, so cool. <laughs> so she was a sweetheart. We wound up, you know, sitting and chatting and, and became friendly. And uh, what do you call it? And and uh, uh, yeah. So speaking about the marvelous Miss Maisel, what do you call it? So shout out to them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's anyways, so funny. <laughs> Anyways, you are marvelous. You're fantastic. You're a wonderful woman. Forget about what all the haters say. You, my dear, are a gem. A gem. That's fucking right. You listening, Joe? I'm a gem. God damn it. Gem. A gem. And she deserves a a, a badge of honor for dealing with you, Joe. Yes. You know, it's funny. My 40th birthday is coming up here in a couple of months. And I oh, basically, 21st birthday? my 21st birthday. Yes. The yes. 18th anniversary or 19th anniversary of my 21st birthday is coming up. And, <laughs> <laughs> and so I told Joe, like, cause I planned everything. I planned the trip. I planned the activities during the trip. I made the reservations for the dinner. Like I did everything. And he was like, well, I mean, like, is there anything you want me to do? And I was like, yeah, there is. Like, I really me. need you <laughs> to make me feel special. And he's like, well, uh, how, how do you want me to do that? I'm like, you'll figure it out. I'm not going to fucking tell you. You figure out a way to make me feel fucking special. <laughs> so I'm sure he's crapping his pants right now trying to figure out what he can do when all he really has to do is love me. <laughs> Joe, I got you. Just just hit me up. I'll, I'll, I'll screw yeah. you. No, I got you. I got you. We call it this past this just this past week, 20 years with my wife, 20 years. Jesus Christ. She spent more time with me than without me at this point. Can you believe that? That is (laughs) good on you, Danielle. I don't know how you did it, but (laughs) she's like, she's like, all right, I've been working with Brim for almost a year now. It's about enough for me. (laughs) 20 years, she deserves a medal of honor there as well. Yes, I hope you were super, super nice to her. Gold star, that's right. (laughs) What'd you guys do to celebrate? 
we commingled a little bit, but that's about it. I mean, we really didn't do much. What do you call it? Um, we, you know, we're going to, we'll do something this weekend. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, you know, weeknight, not much you could really do and, you know, other things going on, like, you know, so what do you yeah. go? So everything, everything that we're going to wind up doing is for the, we'll do this weekend. Usually I'll try to combine like the, the dataversary and, and the, what do you call it? Um, Valentine's day together, because remember folks, Valentine's day is coming up here. Right so you need the to be prepared, be prepared, yeah. be prepared. <laughs> um, what do you call it? So uh, <laughs> um, I would, I would suggest, so normally I do something fun and I actually had this really cool thing planned uh, until other things happen as you know what do you call yeah. it um but what do you call it we i had uh and it was for an outdoor in one of those um the you know the ice tents the bubble the ice bubbles yeah so i had the bubble and it was supposed to be we were going to go out and it was they were going to set it up by the ocean and what do you call it we were going to have like all the charcuterie and the wine and it was going to be very photo photo-esque and you know what i mean and yeah, we we're going to have a nice romantic little thing there. She had no idea. I told her, I said, I said, well, I can't do what I was planning on doing because of obviously everything that's going on. And we had a snowstorm. So there was like no way we were going to be able to do it the way I wanted to do it. So we'll take a rain check. Yeah. And I'll, I'll figure something else out. So that's it. It is what it is. But folks, you need to get romantical. That's how you last mm -hmm. for a while. Unless you don't want to last. <laughs> you know, the funniest thing. So every year for Valentine's day, I would get my husband a banana cream pie because he loved banana cream pie. So from the first year mm -hmm. we started dating, I knew he loved it. So I would go and I would get him a banana cream pie from his favorite place, which is now closed down. So it doesn't help us, but every no. year I would do it. And then one year he looked at me and he was like, so when, when do I get banana cream pie? Is it my birthday? And I was like, you motherfucker, I try and make this day <laughs> special for you every year. And you don't even know what it is. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh man. You are in the doghouse, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, or, or, I'm not saying anything more. I feel awful. I do want to make sure that everybody knows about your project that you're working on. Uh, what do you call it? Beautiful, beautiful thing for anybody who's in entertainment. If you know somebody who's in entertainment, you need to check this out. Dana, let everybody know. Let them have it. What do you got cooking over there? I have the Entertainers Network cooking over here. And what we do is we are all about highlighting and featuring people and their many, many, many talents. Uh, we have some really awesome interviews coming up soon. We're giving out gold star awards to some of the best of the best in entertainment. And uh, we okay. have some, yeah, we have some pretty awesome people <laughs> that are going to be making those announcements for the gold star awards too. So I'm really excited about it. Uh, and we're on Instagram. You can go to at the entertainers network and follow there. Uh, if you like entertainment, you don't even have to be in entertainment. You can just be like, I like comedy. We got those people. I like music. We got those people. And if you want to see the interviews when they come out there and on uh, the enetwork.com. Very nice. Beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. I'm so proud of you. Oh my God. It's just so amazing. I love oh, how, how creativity is, is so awesome. It's so warm and fuzzy. It doesn't hurt that I had a little bit of Jägermeister inside my coffee, but Man, um, you know, you're so lucky. I didn't think to put any fucking booze in my shit. I'm drinking straight up H2O. <laughs> there you go. Listen, ain't nothing like a little H2O. Uh, yeah. You see the waterfalls. <laughs> oh, H2O. Whoa, it's beautiful. Um, you know, then the, the what do you call it? The uh, the thing you got to try. Uh, do you do you like? I 
I, I, I that there's no other way for me to say it. You like blowjobs? Yeah. <laughs> not, not the actual <laughs> act. The drink. The drink. What do you call it? You know, the <laughs> it's what do you I call it? I don't know about blowjobs. Bailey. Oh yeah, that sounds like something I would like. So delicious. So um, no free ads. What do you call it? But but this this it's called like oh oh something. I I'll, I'll message it to you. But it's what do you call it? It's it's like a moonshine. And it's what do you call it? This specific one tastes like Bailey's and Kahlua, like the perfect, perfect mm. blend of it. And it is so freaking delicious. Um, what do you call it? So yeah, and and you can you can either drink it straight up or you can put it in your coffee, anything like that. And again, no free ads. Um, I have nothing to do with these people. Um, just a general statement. Actually, really, really good. I should have told you off air, but it was <laughs> it's really that good. sounds anybody delicious. who's looking for a delicious drink. Yeah, um, I can't remember the name of the company off the top of my head, but like the the um, they have a bunch of like really crazy flavors. Yeah. And um, what do you call it? Like, it's just it's funny because I was signing in. I forgot where I was signing. Um, it's called Old Smoky. Old Smoky Distillery is the, the name of the company. Oh, OK, um, I've and, heard of them. And the, oh, good. So good. And it is um, which one is the drink? Uh, well. I forgot. It's not butter pecan was good too. It's Mountain Java. Okay. Mountain Java was the one. Okay. Now that I got that, it would have been bothering me for the next two <laughs> hours. Um, so what do you call it? So I remember signing at a convention once and some of the agents and and um and assistants were having a little bit of a party. I think it was in Vermont. And and I remember them inviting me to come in. And I was like, Yeah, sure. When I get back from doing my, you know, the stuff outside, I'll I'll come in and and, and hang for a little while. And yeah. I wound up going in and they had a whole spread of moonshine and like i thought because the way it's packaged it's like more pa- better packaged a little bit more retailish now than it was i guess then yeah you're talking about however many years ago but it looked like they actually made moonshine and they were drinking all this like homemade moonshine in there in the little you know the little containers and um yeah. they they had what he called like the moonshine pickles and the moonshine cherries and everything was so good and they had like marshmallow flavor and this and the flavors just were outrageous sure enough it turned out that it was a real company and i'm an idiot but what do you yeah. call it? at that time it was it was somewhat new um yeah. and then i saw it just recently in in the liquor store and i was i, I was like let me try it why not you know because i remember it having a really good flavor and i was like holy crap i found that one so it's my new favorite so uh, i love doing them together i love blowjobs yeah, yeah. <laughs> you and every other man out there <laughs> <laughs> there's wonderful um uh, anyway so do you want to start do i start you start uh, you sure start, I'll, right? I'll start us off all right kicking off good. the dirty little secrets club this one says Woo-hoo! honestly lust for others has been one of the biggest reasons i can't stay in a long-term relationship i oh. don't cheat never have mm-hmm. But after a few years with someone, I get that sinking feeling of what if I never get to have sex with someone new for the first time ever again? And it causes me to freak out. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Let me be honest with you. I mean, I'm going to be completely blunt and I've slept with more than my fair share of, of, of women. Um, you know, and the fact of the matter is, is like the first time is usually not a good time. Yeah. The, the first time is usually for me. Just never, it's unless I really don't give a damn about the other person 
And then it's just a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type of thing. And, and that's it, you know? Um, but, you know, like, honestly, the first time that my wife and I, you know, when, when we, you know, first, you know, uh, were intimate, it was less than wonderful. And it was like that, you know what I mean? Just pure, like, never happened to me before. But yeah. I was just like, holy, <laughs> shit, are you serious? Um, and then but since then, obviously, you know, the second time that was the game changer and that, you know, but yeah. what do you call it um, at the end of the day, you know, like first times. Yeah. That's, I don't see how that would be something per se that you're going, Oh my God, I'll never have a first time. Like with multiple partners that I can see where your situation might be. I I, I can see that, yeah. but you know, I mean, you know, do you follow me on that? Am, am I, I, wrong? I totally follow you on that. I, I mean, I've had my fair share of bad sex, you know, like the first time you're yeah. with someone, maybe they, you know, put off big dick energy, but really they're not packing any heat. You know, I've had that I've <laughs> had plenty of experiences where it was like less than amazing. Uh, and I just, right. I, dude, my husband and I, I know what I'm getting with him. I know it. And my favorite thing to do, I like play a game with myself because I like to see how fast I can get them off. <laughs> it's like a, a power play that I have. It makes me feel really good about myself. If I could like beat my old record, you know? <laughs> uh huh. So the name of his penis is old record. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. <laughs> well played. Understood. Gotcha. Okay. But that's, I have no desire to like be with somebody. Like I don't have that feeling of, I want to experience something new. I really enjoy the sex with my husband. I have no desire, but that could just be a personality issue too. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. I mean, what do you call it? Uh, at, at the end of the day, you know, listen, if as there's this person saying that they're not cheating on people, I understand right. that. But, them. you know, I think it's more of a commitment issue. Um, commitment issue is a lot of people have that. People have mm -hmm. commitment issues. I mean, as little as saying, you know, not saying, OK, I'm going to meet you at, at a, you know, a restaurant or I'm going to definitely hang out today or whatever it is to, you know, well, I don't want to sleep with the same person for however long. It is what it is, yeah. um, you know. Maybe and, it's and look, like, and, and I also want to say what? Oh, well, what I was, was going to say, maybe it's like addicted to like that first time feelings. You know, how you get like the butterflies in your stomach whenever you're about to be with somebody first dates and stuff like that. Maybe it's more of that kind of a thing. Like, oh, I miss that like butterfly in it my stomach's feeling. It can't be because there's, there's no commitment factor there because yeah. obviously they can't be with the same person. So it's not like a, Oh, oh, I remember the first time. No, that you know what I'm saying? Like, so I I I get what you're saying, you know what I mean? But I, yeah. it can't be the situation. It just can't, you know. Um I, again, like another thing is is that what do you call it? You can't say that you're bored with the same person, you know, for however, however long, if you're not being, you know, adventurous in the sheets with them either. So, you know, you can't be bored if you're not allowing things to happen and being adventurous with them or giving yeah. them an opportunity to be adventurous. So, uh -huh. you know, like, so um, maybe it's that, you know, you need a little bit more between the sheets. Maybe that's a discussion that you should have with the partner if you actually care about the partner. But yeah. from what it seems like is you, it seems that this person has some kind of a, um, 
just a commitment, just a commitment phobe. That's it's what kind it of like, like an excuse, right? Like, yeah. oh, I feel instead of being like, oh, I can take this as an opportunity to spice things up with yeah. someone. Instead, you're using the excuse like, oh, you know, I just miss the feeling of somebody else because you're afraid of the actual long term commitment. Ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now now another way to go with this, if we want to take this in a completely different direction, mm-hmm. um, what do you call it? What I would say is I would recommend if if you have that feeling of that you you want to not be with the same vagina or penis for the rest of your life, well, then maybe perhaps you should look into getting involved in a relationship. It is either an open relationship or yeah. a swinging style relationship, you totally. know, and then you can do whatever you want to do. And this way, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you're both. If you're both interested in, in, you know, that, then it's okay. And then you can have that freshness and you're still intimate with the person that you're intimate with. Again, you have to be with the right person, but, um, you know, that's, that's not something that I'm interested in. I don't think it's something that you're interested in, Dana, but for plenty of people, that's a a big thing. So, you know, maybe, maybe that's for you. So, uh, yeah, maybe you know. explore different kinds of relationships and then you're not, you know, necessarily getting feeling like you're stuck into something. Right, right. Or getting stuck in someone. I mean, you know, that happens too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> maybe not. Maybe not. Um, okay. So are we moving on? Yep. All right, here we go. So when I was younger, I got a lot of ear infections and often had strep. This led to frequent doctor visits and strep tests. I remember sitting on that exam table and my doctor teaching me to relax my throat so I wouldn't gag. Fast forward to me reaching my sexual adventure stage of life. I didn't realize it, but I spent a good amount of years desensitizing and training my throat. So I'd like to give an anonymous shout out to my doc for assisting in my royal ascent as the deep throat queen. Well, gosh darn it. You know, that's a wonderful thing. I mean, I would, you know love to meet you deep throat queen um it would be an honor and a privilege yeah. i could be a royal subject you know at the end of the day i mean hey. what a great first date question <laughs> like hey did you have a lot of ear infections and strep throat when you were younger and that can you're like laying the boundaries there without actually saying it mm. but you know if they're like oh my mm-hmm. gosh when i was younger i had so many ear infections and strep throat and you're like oh yes score (laughs) (laughs) listen i i had plenty of 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 you know uh, runs with strep and i ain't doing any of that stuff so what do you call it and and i gag it at a toothbrush sometimes so (laughs) you know so no um but but you know hey it is what it is apparently this person the doctor taught the the this, this person um, how to to uh, relax the throat, which oh. means maybe that doctor uh, was, you know, brown little, chicken, brown cow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That could have been it. You know, like were, were you going for an exam, but really giving the exam? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Shout you, out did to you get you, a lot Doc. of ear infections when you were a kid, Dana? No, I didn't. No, I no. never really had ear infections. I don't think I ever got strap maybe once or twice in my life so mm. no no but you know what Strips some people like it whenever here. you gag so just saying <laughs> <laughs> i don't <laughs> what do you call it uh yeah yeah next <laughs> yeah. all right thank you for writing in deep throat queen <laughs> deep throat queen gotcha girl this well, technically one's... we're thinking that it's a, a female it could actually be a male you know what I'm saying? 
that's true. Well, sh- yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I Doesn't was going to say queen, queen go but yeah, that's true. Queen can queen go anyway. Drag queen. There you go. Yeah, get it, queen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this one sucks. I can't stand my stepson. I'm trying oh. really hard with him, but his mother hates me and she's always whispering lies in his ear about me. And then he hates me too. It's really hard because I love my husband so much, but this kid is overwhelming. I'm not sure how much longer I can take. I know it's not his fault, but he is making my life unbearable. Oh no. Ouch. That is rough. That's rough. Family therapy, perhaps. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know how to, I don't know how to go here. Like, I don't know what, well, what's I mean, happening. I, I can definitely say I hated my stepfather whenever I was growing up and I made my mother's life and my stepfather's life unfucking bearable because I didn't <laughs> feel seen. I didn't feel that seen. Bitch, huh? I okay. didn't feel heard. I didn't feel uh, loved. Like there were, there was so much more that went into it. Like the reasons that I acted the way that I did. So, I mean, and, and having a person on the other side of the relationship that is whispering, you know, untruths into his ear, that's going to be really hard too, because the problem isn't just your stepson. The problem is this fucking other parent that doesn't even realize that she's making her son suffer by Mm. putting him in the middle of this fucking toxic relationship. Yes. Yes. What's really crazy is that, um, you know, in my situation, what do you call it? Um, Danielle has always been mom to the kids, you know? So like, even though my, my, you know, my, like my older two who are the result of my first marriage, what do you mm-hmm. call it? You know, when, you know, even before we had custody, um, you know, she was like, she was mommy, you know what I mean? She always took right. care of them and, you know, but they were young enough. Now, I guess it's also an age thing because the stepson, I don't know how old he is. If mm-hmm. he's a teenager yet, you know what I mean? Age has a lot to do with it as well. Um, because, you know, the older you get, the more you feel like you were saying you were in your feels. How yeah. old were you when, when that happened? You were like um, a teenager, right? I was, well, I was seven whenever they got together, I think. But yeah, I was probably 12 whenever my mom got pregnant. And that's really whenever I like went off the rails with being, I didn't feel loved. I felt like my mom loved him more than me and blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah, blah. Yeah. Wow. Well, what do you call it? Um, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's a rough situation getting into any, any, you know, um, home situation where, you know, there's, you know, divorces and separations and children and, you know, it, it can get very, very, uh, um, difficult at certain times. I mean, look at the end of the day, I don't hate my ex at this point, you know, right. uh, but what do you call it? I don't like her either. Um, yeah. because of the things that she did over the years to the kids. Um, which we're going to leave it at that. But at the end of the day, there's a reason I had custody. You yeah, know what I mean? There's right. a reason I got custody after fighting. And and what do you call it? Most men don't get custody. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and, you know, most of the time the courts will right away give it to the mother without even thinking about it. So at the end of the day, that should give you an, a, 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 just a slight little peek into how, you know, how bad it must right. have been for me to get the, you know. But, you know, it's just a, um, you know, a, a a whole list of, of unfortunate events, you know what I mean? That just got worse and worse and worse downward spiral um, that, you know, there was 
all I wanted was my kids and my kids safety. So like I said, at that point, my kids were still young and, and Danielle was always mommy to them. And right. she always took very good care of them. And to a point where they call her more than they call me, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or they, they <laughs> ask her, you know, for, you know, before they even ask me, you know, the only time my daughter comes, my older daughter comes for me for something is when she needs money. Um, <laughs> because she knows that Danielle's like, no, you have yeah. money, you, you work, you know, like, but me, I'm a sucker and go, here's a couple hundred bucks here. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So I, I feel for you. I really feel for you. Um, I don't know if this is a male or a female. I can't give you much advice. Oh, wait, no. Um, hard to love my husband. So, so it's, uh, I think this, it's a woman. this looks like it's a female, might yeah. be a woman. Um, maybe, maybe try to take, um, my, one, one, one suggestion would say, try to make a day, a fun day that maybe you can seclude yourself with him. Um, maybe take him out for a fun day, just the two of you guys and try to get to know each other a little bit better. Let him see that you're not a bad person. Even if he is difficult, you know, or gives you a hard time, just try to kill him with kindness and try it that way. See what works. See if that'll work. I definitely think the, I understand approach would be helpful here. Like if he is, you know, uh, starting to, you know, throw his temper at you or something being like, listen, I get it. You're upset. You're going through a lot and then take a step back. One big thing with, cause I have two older boys from a previous relationship. Whenever I started dating Joe, I made it very clear to him. You do not discipline my children. I do mm-hmm. that. You don't like, I, I, because I hated my stepfather so much growing up cause he was a disciplinarian. I didn't want my kids to hate Joe for doing the same thing. So right. I'm, I just made it very clear to him. Like you, if, if they're going to be mad at somebody, they're going to be mad at me because they're going to get over it. If they end up hating you, that's for a while, you know, like, and yeah. I can't have that. I, and I mean, I'm very lucky that my ex and my husband get along so great. And my boys feel loved from our house to their house. And I think that also maybe like asking your stepson, like, oh, how was it at mom's house? Oh my gosh, fun. That sounds awesome. Like really making it seem like you are so happy that he's having a good time with his mom, that you want him to love his mom so much. Stuff like that, I think could also be helpful to a child that is, you know, kind of spiraling in a relationship he doesn't know what to do with. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, even though I might allude to it, Danielle and, and my ex, have a decent relationship. They're, they're good with each other. Matter of yeah. fact, you know, um, you know, my ex had said, you know, uh, what do you call it? Which is jokingly, you know, ridiculous because it's really my wife and I did a good job, but she, she said to her um, when they were graduating or something, you know, Oh, we did a good job. You and I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. to, to, <laughs> like teamwork. Like, yeah. <laughs> and Danielle's like, okay. Yeah. You know, but yeah, at the end of the day, you know, at least she has a respect for her because she knows that, you know, she really, she, if it wasn't Danielle and I, you know, but you know, that, that the kids wouldn't have had the upbringing that they had, uh, yeah. but she won't give me credit. So right. she'll give, she'll she'll give, give it to Danielle credit, though, <laughs> which is a positive. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's totally. fine. I'm okay with that. Cause I'm okay with that. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, all right, let's oh, move man. along. What do you call yeah. it? Uh, hopefully that'll work out with you guys. Good really, luck. Really step mom. Good luck. So, I hope it works out. Um, all right. So this is me, correct? Uh-huh. Okay. I think girls with big ass implants are hot as fuck. Um, 
you know what? I've heard a lot of bad things about ass implants. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, also, I think, you know, I, there's not much I can really say about this. You know, the fact of the matter is if, if somebody feels that they need to get these implants to feel good about themselves, so be it. That's great. I mean, I'm all about natural, the natural body, um, you know, and, and I don't, I'm not crazy about implants, whether it's on the top or, or the back, you know what I mean? Like that for me is, you know what I mean? That's not my thing. Your I'm not personal crazy preference. About, yeah. I'm, I'm not crazy about dyed hair and this, that, and the next thing. That's just not, I like natural, you know what uh-huh. I mean? which, which, you know, I find natural beauty and that's it. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with having implants and so forth. That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's up to yourself. Yeah. Um, what do you call it? And, and how you feel about yourself. So um, that being said, you know, if you like big asses, great. You know, what's really funny is that when I was a kid, the girls would be made fun of for having such big asses. Uh huh. You know what I mean? So now it's like, this glorious thing. I don't understand where things change. I mean, I never had a problem with a, a nice size ass, but you know, yeah. like, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Uh, it just reminds me of a Kardashian, which by the way, I do think that the Kardashians are beautiful. And I think I, like you said, if that's your thing, that's your thing. Like it takes all kinds here. And, and there's going to be people that love big ass implants. There's women out there that have had hundred thousand dollars worth of surgery to make themselves look like, I don't know, a cat or something, you know? So it's <laughs> yeah. whatever it is that you are doing out there that makes you feel good and beautiful. You have our support, go for it. Me personally, um, I'd be afraid to sit on an ass implant. Like I got, I got my boobs done, right? Like my boobs are done. I don't sleep on my stomach on purpose. I'm afraid I'm going to pop one, you know? (laughs) So if I had my ass done, I'd be like, shit, I can't sit ever. Cause I'm afraid I'm going to pop a butt implant. You know, what's really okay. So in, in, you know, being, being from the wrestling industry, um, and a lot of the women, a lot of the girls feel that they need to get breast implants and so yeah. forth. And they do. And uh, what do you call it? There have been a few occasions where, um, you know, in, in wrestling, there's what we call bumps and you fall on your back and you fall in front, you know, yeah. forward. And um, there have been a couple of occasions where some of the girls, their, their, uh, their breast implants exploded and, yeah. and po- like, no, not fun, not no. fun at all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's a big problem. What do you call it? So, yeah, I can, I can, I can feel you on what you're saying. And, <laughs> and, you know, and it also depends on what, I mean, look, and, and again, I've had, you know, moments where I've been able, you know, I, I've been with women who have, you know, um, fake breasts and, uh-huh. and implants in their ass and whatever, you know, it's just some, some of them, if they're not done right, they don't feel natural either. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. that's another, like, I, I don't want to sit and squeeze a rock. Right. You, know, you want a juicy ass. Yeah. You, want, you want the fucking peach, man. You want like a nice, juicy ass. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Deliciousness. I'm in for it. Yeah. You I'm don't want to break your nose whenever you try and get up in there. You know? <laughs> 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 uh, sugar, honey, iced tea. All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Listen, if you like it and that's what you like, go for it. Maybe you should sit outside of um what do you go to one of those offices and watch to see who comes out? If that's what you're looking for, go for it. You know? Oh like- yeah. There you go. Stock the plastic surgeon's office. <laughs> Stellar advice. <laughs> <laughs> you ever see, you ever see the, the, what do you call it? Like the girls who, um, who like do the injections in their lips, but then they're like way too big for their face. Yes. 
like yeah. super huge, like nice rounded lips, you know, full lips are nice, yeah. you know, but like they, like they look like a fist in, in, you know, sitting yeah. on the, <laughs> yes, I, I, feel I awful have definitely, definitely seen some <laughs> of those. And it's, it's funny because there are I, like some of the things like my husband, for example, he is the pickiest person on the planet to the point where at times I'm like, how do you even like me? Like I'll see <laughs> a beautiful woman and I'll be like, oh my God, she is so beautiful. And my husband will be like, she's got a weird chin. I'm like, oh my God, what are you talking about? So it's just uh, funny because there's so much personal preference out there. And some people like this dude, they like the big ass implants and the lips and the everything. Some people like it overdone. They like it exaggerated. Personal yeah, preference. It is what it is, man. So, yeah. all right. Well, good for you. Um, you know, enjoy your big ass implants. Uh, yes. um, and, okay. and watch your nose if you get up in there. Okay. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> like you get a good spot coming from behind and it just jacks you up and breaks your nose. You're in trouble. Yes. Well, we could dislocate your jaw. You know what yeah, I mean? So much could go wrong there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're, you're up. All right. Our last one here says, I am a man. I'm pretty Are sure you? they probably. I didn't, I didn't take you as a man. Um, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> like how I my face it. goes like that when I'm <laughs> trying to make a male voice. <laughs> um, <laughs> I am a man. I love masturbating in public with a huge dildo deep in my ass where at any moment I could be caught. I want to be exposed and seen by all my friends and people I know. The park bench, the beach, the library, on a hike, wherever I can possibly get caught is such a rush to me. See, but meanwhile, you're putting this in as a dirty little secret. This is obviously not a secret you want to get caught, unless the secret is that, you know, um, that, that you, 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 you don't really want to get caught, but you do want to get caught, but you, you don't, you want the feeling of that. You're going to get caught. I guess that's yeah. what it is. That's what uh-huh. it lies. Okay. I see. I see. Um, May I suggest you not do it on a park bench though? I mean, there's like kids around and yeah. you know, like, the that, beach too. That sounds a little pedophile The library, same difference. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I don't even think anybody really goes to the library anymore. Um, yeah. You know, like I, I don't know. I, I, mean, I mean, how big is big? You know? A big ass dildo in your, huge. in your booty. Like how, I mean, how far tech, well, I guess I've never had it in my uh, rear before. So, I mean, I guess I'd have to kind of go to you, Tana, like how far in can it go? Oh yeah, it can go pretty far. Oh, yeah. it can. Yeah. All right. All right. So I guess, but then they just sit there with it, like well, it, with it open. I mean, I, I don't know how that wouldn't that be uncomfortable? I guess it depends on the, I mean, we had a dude on here that put fucking pretzel rods up his pee hole. So (laughs) yeah, it depends on the person and what they think is uncomfortable. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, male or female, I I don't care what you are, you know, having it like doing the, doing the deed is one thing, but like having, having it stuck up in there for however long is just, and I can just imagine when it comes out, the stank on it, like, yeah, rah. yeah, you're going to have to Clorox wipe those for sure. Oh, never go from, never go ass to mouth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ill though, man. Like, look, I guess. Okay. You know, your own kink is your own kink, but that's just, wow. I just hope this um, is a legal kink, you know, like I have concerns that this is 
that you are putting your kink onto other people without consent. Like I get that you, that you get off on the fact that you could possibly get caught, but these other unsuspecting people that could possibly catch you, they don't want to see that, you know, well, like here's the thing, Day. Or something? here's the thing, like it's gotta be in there before. Oh, wait. We're, I'm, I keep forgetting about the masturbating part. Yeah, like it's got it's got to be in there, you know, when he leaves the house. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be in there for however long and, and so forth. But the other part is, you know, that's a problem. I think I think, bro, that you need to. I don't. I want to take away the bro part because it's certainly not bro. Like you need to not do that in public uh, because there are way too many opportunities for somebody that shouldn't be seeing that to see that. And that, by the way, you will get arrested for that and you will go to jail for that. Hundred so, percent. Um, I suggest you don't do that. Maybe you could pretend in your house, uh, maybe get some virtual reality headset and pretend uh, that you're in those places. Scour the interwebs. Maybe there's a a group for that. Maybe everybody meets, you know, in the woods at 11 PM and they run around with dildos in their booties while they masturbate and see (laughs) it's, it's like, uh, what is it? the, The laser tag, you know, you're like, Oh, I got you. And then got you, you, you're running around with a big old dildo in there. Like, I'm gonna get you. I'm gonna get you. What and you then the winner it, uh, gets a cash prize or uh, something. I don't know. <laughs> have you ever played the old the old Grand Theft Auto or or what? And they had like inside the the police station, they had the double sided double ended giant dildo. Oh so no, I don't in, remember that part. If you went into the police department and there was there was a way you went in and you went into the locker rooms in the game and in the locker room there's a huge either a black or a purple double dung dildo that was ginormous and you could pick them up the character could pick it up and arm yourself with it and then hit people in the heads with it so it like and it made the sound it was hilarious i swear to god one of my friends i i made the one mistake of showing it to him and then he ran around for about two three hours just hitting people in the head and it was hilarious, but it was just like, okay, enough already. And I feel like it I would be playing. hilarious for the first five minutes, but the <laughs> remaining two hours and 55 minutes, oh. I'd be like, oh, you got to go. <laughs> and the laughing was real. But, you know, maybe they do that. Maybe they, you know, maybe they go find a place and everybody goes and instead of slapping each other in the head, they stick them up somewhere else. I don't know, man. There we go. I don't know. You know, maybe, making yeah. man kebabs. <laughs> with dildos there you go <laughs> find somebody who's into that too both of you guys could do the double-sided go all ass to ass on it where both it's inside both of you uh-huh. and then you, you could diddle it from both sides and you, you can, can pretend, pretend. That, oh my god if he turns around he's gonna see me oh my god or, or you, know you I mean? could pretend that you're uh conjoined twins that are <laughs> connected by the ass no <laughs> wear a big coat over both of you <laughs> <laughs> That's just so wrong on so many levels. (laughs) Not that any of this is right, but you know, at the end of the day, I'm just going to, you know, yeah, I'm going to go with that. I don't know about all that. Well, that's about all the time we have. That's where we're ending because of you. (laughs) What do you call it? Uh, Yeah. Again, remember, never ask the mouth. Um, Dana, (laughs) parting words. You want to let everybody know, because I know we didn't mention it, but the only rule of Dirty Little Secrets Club Yes, guys, the first rule of the Dirty Little Secrets Club is to tell everyone about the Dirty Little Secrets Club. And uh, hey, if you heard your secret this week, maybe shoot us a comment or a DM or a five-star review maybe even would be nice. 
And if you want to hear your secret on a future episode, then go to the dirty little secrets club.com and you can anonymously submit them there. Absolutely. Rate, review, subscribe, five stars only. Get all those thirst picks from Ms. Dana Pereira. She will uh, make sure to get on something good and make sure you get those those big blues on, on screen like, oh, I love you. Even though you're <laughs> never going to get it. You ain't never going to get it. What do you call it? A little in vogue and they're never going to get it. Never going to get it. Um, anyway, so uh, we love you. We appreciate you. Uh, we will see you again next week. Land. You think we want something from you, you got another thing coming.